Hello, and welcome to the People Chronicle Storied Women. I am Anna Rosen Garamilch, and I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is the story of how one woman took an adversity in her life and made it an advantage. So what we do is we bring women from our community to share their stories so that we can learn from them as well. And today I have a very special guest, <laughs> and her name is Martha Alvarez Taylor. Welcome, Martha. Thank you for having me here. So you know that there's one question that everyone who comes to the uh, storied women answers, and that is, what is the takeaway? What is it that you want us to remember from our little chat today? What I can say from my own experience is like a, through education and hard work and perseverance and con consistency, uh, we can get whatever we want in life and never give up. Never give up. Never right. give up. And I think when you say that we can get whatever we want in life, and I was hearing, it's we will get whatever we want in life. You that know what I true. mean? It's, it's kind of the, the formula, that the consistency, the perseverance, and hard work. I mean, it's, it's, never, that, it's never easy. It's never easy. Right. The path is not easy, but uh, we can get there. We can get there, for sure, yeah. for sure. So tell me now, um, do you think, though, that the hardest things, the hardest times in our lives lead us on a path to... Uh, to achieving our goals? I mean, do you think that, the, do you think that it's that adversity in our life or, or that struggle in our life that, that really sets us on, that path, on a path? I think the struggle is in life and depends on how your perspective on life is too. Mm -hmm. But the struggles in life help us to, to say, okay, if this door closed, if you are uh, like a go-getter, uh, say, oh, maybe another one is gonna be open. And, and just try and try. That's the reason of my message that never get up. Just try to do something else. Maybe I have to do it in a different way. And then that something what it's was like a maybe hard to overcome turns in, turns in something positive at that point. So tell me what, what has happened in your life that, you, that brings you to that point? Oh, I have been through a lot of stuff. I can say that now, but I'm at the other side. Um, I, when I came to this country, due to uh, political circumstances in my country, where I was kidnapped, and I had to leave the country. Okay, so come back a little bit because you kind of you, you kind of rolled Jumping. over that. <laughs> you just rolled over that. So in your home country, yes, you're saying that you were kidnapped. Correct. By whom? Just the guerrillas at that time. The, um, just the guerrillas. Yes. Um, what? Okay. For someone who comes from the United States, um, and we're not accustomed to that type of speak, yeah. <laughs> you know, when, um, and I know it's hard for you to speak about, I would think that it's hard for you to speak about yeah, even to this, is. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you could explain what you mean by that. I was uh, held hostage for a couple of days. Uh, I had my son, I had uh, a nanny, I had a driver. In, and uh, you were going to work. I was going to work. Okay, you. So, oh. so just you were just, and you and you were working for a, a Colombian company or a. No, it was a multinational company. That's uh, Nestel and, Al and Alcatel at that time. Okay. Uh, I would. I gave them everything what they asked me. I had the power to do it at that point, but um, I get to the point like you can. I had a boss too, and um, and they told me that hey, we are doing this because we need more money. So you try to work with them yes. and try to letting them work on the lines on the projects while we were doing, giving them materials that they may not need, um, but it was not enough. 
and then uh, they did that and then when they let the company paid the random they let me go but they say it may happen again then I never come back oh so <laughs> so you could have been kidnapped again even yeah. after the ransom was paid correct oh yes. okay so what was the decision that you made at that point the decision I made was like I cannot stay here and then uh, with the, my parents help I said okay I, I had to leave the country and live somewhere. I had a cousin here, and my parents helped me to establish it up here. I knew I was living my life back. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. How do you leave? Because, I mean, I, I, it's, you know, many people leave their country, yeah. you know, by yeah. choice or whatever, but in, that, in those circumstances, I mean, you're leaving, you're leaving under extraordinary it's circumstances. circumstances. Yeah, yes, and you're leaving it all behind. I mean, so as far as that's never, I'm, I'm guessing it was never ever in the plan. It was not even the plan. My plan was just to live there, managing my company. I was the director of the communication projects nationwide. Never was it my plan just to come here, just to visit. That was the mm -hmm. plan. But never like, like it to leave permanently. And then when that so happened. So how old are you when you leave permanently? I was 32 years old with a less than a one year old child. Wow. That was not a, a, an easy decision. On you, do you speak English at the time? Nope. Zero English. Zero English. Yes. So but how do you get on the plane and how do you get <laughs> off the plane? If you don't at, at that point, my more, my more important thing was to be alive and, okay. and keep my son alive and don't put them in, in, in risk. Yes, I get then that. I, I just packed my luggage and came to this country with full of dreams and see what happened. At that point, it was like, okay, we'll see what happened here. Uh, my parents helped us to establish, but I was something that I could just say, I'm going to make something a point. I had a goal and I say, okay, I'm going to start over my life. And one day I will be working as an engineer again. And that was my goal one day. I didn't, I didn't know how long it's going to take, but uh, that was my goal. And I said, to get there, I need to learn English. So you have to learn English. Yes, if I wanted to if work in my to, career. Right. And get my style of living that I used to have in my country, or hometown at this point. Right. Um, then I came, uh, like we find a, an apartment with my parents. Uh, I found a school where I could go to to study, and I started working in very odd jobs. <laughs> Whatever came in front of me, I did. <laughs> odd, the odder, the better. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And, and when my husband, he, he laughed at me, but sometimes he said, in Colombia, I had a nanny. Up here, I was a nanny. Oh, <laughs> well. And, uh, but I make, I turn it around, and that's nothing wrong to do right. any odd jobs. It's just working towards that goal that was to be uh, working as an engineer. Then um, I used to go to college uh, to learn English on Friday, 6 to 10, Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I did that for a year. That helped me to communicate. Right. And uh, with that little tool that I had in my hands, I was brave enough again to change town and I moved to Philadelphia. I had a friend over there. So you went from, okay, so you knew somebody in Philadelphia. You went mm -hmm. from Florida to Pennsylvania? To Pennsylvania. Wow. And that was a big change. I That's had, a big change. And that was the only friend that I had. She could be <laughs> maybe in Texas or, you know, California, I don't know, but she used to live in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. I went, I met her, 
I work there also different you, you take your son with you? you no, my parents, parents help me and I stay with my son for a month. For a month, okay. I came for a month just to see how that works. Okay. And, uh, and that's what she helped me to get these nanny jobs with two rich families. And they treat me very well, don't get me wrong. I love the kids. Thanks God, nothing happened to them. And, um, and that's when I start building my life again. And okay. then I decided to move my family, and my parents moved with me. And, um, and you remarried? I remarried in Philadelphia. I met my husband of 15 years now. That's wonderful. <laughs> He's a good and, man. Uh, my kids are in college now. He has a daughter, and I had a son. And um, little by little, I built it up. And then and I'm just very grateful we are alive. That's, that's my main thing for me. Yeah, but you're also not only just alive, but you're also making a life. You've made a life. You have made an extraordinary life. I mean, you you have a great career, a wonderful family. Yeah, I try and, to. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a nationalized citizen? Yes, I yes. am. Yes, I am a U.S. citizen. Um, like I said, when I get that little, you know, diploma that they gave you, that was like, okay, I, that's one of the dreams. And I realized that, but it's because the path, like I said, was has not been easy. It's not a rose of you know petals of roses, but the consistency and the that that desire to get ahead has helped me to to move forward. And that's the message. What I when I do some trainings or talk to some people, I said um, doesn't matter. Education is not only education; it's a college degree, any kind of education and learn the language, immerse yourself in the culture where you are without being yourself. Because I'm Colombian, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I eat Colombian food, but uh, I'm in the United States, and I love and appreciate they receive me and give me the opportunity, and it's what you made with that opportunity that is given to you. That's wonderful. I think, it, and I think you take you give us a really good message, telling us that it takes perseverance and to never, ever, ever give up. Yeah. Never give up. I'm so glad you came to our show today thank to you share for your message. Again. <laughs> and thank you for listening.